recording in progress. Mine didn't say it. Look, I'm getting my jawline back from all this running around at work. I'm so happy with myself. I can't tell. <laughs> Can you not <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Can you see me? No, Gia. Come on, darling. What's happening? No, Gia. You do look skinnier. Have you been eating? I, yeah, I had like one meal a day. Oh, hello. Oh, I want to change my shirt. I just wore this in Trickles episode. No, I was just thinking the same thing. It's like, dirty bitch. Did she even go home last night? We don't know. Did you even go home last night? <laughs> I don't want another pretender. <laughs> Oh my god, Juicy came on the other day at work and I was like, ah. Oh. But the actual Juicy, like the original Mary Jane Girls song. I think it's Mary Jane Girls. No, and that original song is called Juicy Fruit. Yeah, that one, sorry, because I, I uh, shazammed it. It's good. I love that song. Juicy. <laughs> It's so hot in this flat. I've got all the windows open, uh, closed, all the extraction. Stuff. Did you send Trickle the link? Yeah, I sent it on Instagram. Let me check if it's sent. I hope it's sent. I didn't get it on Instagram. I got a text. I sent it. <laughs> yeah, he saw it two minutes ago. He's probably setting up or something. I need to put my phone on fucking. <laughs> oh, God, it's boiling. Are you excited for this episode? I am, actually. Are you ready to defend your girl? What do you mean? I'm just kidding. Oh. Was that you? I'm going to let me just... Hello, Trico. Can you hear us? Uh, oh, I can hey. hear you. I can't even I... find... Okay, right. Are my headphones working? I can't hear anything. <gasps> Looks like my microphone is on. Okay, so this is working. Absolutely nothing um, in the right ear. Let me check my headphones are connected. Oh, it says my headphones are connected. Why can't I hear you? I don't know, darling. Can you hear me? I have absolutely nothing in the right ear. Absolutely nothing in the right mm. ear. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's me. Something's happening. Okay, right. Hang on. I, it's going to be... I, I haven't used Zoom for a minute. I need to okay. select a speaker. Matt's AirPods. Let's try this. Hello? Hello? I have you. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello. I have a... How is everyone? Warm. Oh, hi. Oh, dear. Gina. Oh, dear. Are we in? <laughs> Are you in? Are you in or coming out? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I'm glad I was sat down. Yeah, lights there. Oh light. my god! Stop! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so I um I recorded a podcast the other day, and I'd had a few splashes, and as I was unscrewing my light, I dropped the the bulb. You was like that, those spiral ones. Oh, they shatter like oh. the tiniest thing. Fucking glass everywhere. <laughs> another one. I ordered another one and it came and it was like 50% bigger. It was huge. And I thought, oh, God's sake. But I, this is my first time screwing it in and it just about it, it fits. And I'm quite feeling this like extra, extra wattage I've got going. I've only got the one umbrella light up. Normally I have two. 
<laughs> Honestly, Fucking that that's extra that extra size has made all the difference. And now I, I can get away with one. I don't need two. There you go. I'll give you that. I love it. Absolute scorcher, Gareth. Are you absolutely melting like me? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it's like for you, Gia, but it's like insane here. I've got the windows closed, the extraction thing off, the fan off. I'm wearing this Brit abroad shirt today, but I look absolutely dreadful. <laughs> no, you don't. I, I, I've literally just finished putting my face on and I, you will see me reaching for the powder. Um, <laughs> Gareth caught me in a vulnerable moment earlier. I was all naked. I felt naked on camera. It was like rough and but I didn't realize like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, hi Gareth. Here's me first thing, like in the morning. Uh, I was looking at my red, blotchy, shiny face, talking at him. Um, I put a little, little face on to be polite, as one should. But I don't know how long it's going to last. This heat is tremendous. Yeah. It is so hot over here, you guys. Like the humidity is fucking crazy. I mean, I've been on my balcony tanning, and it's not that bad. I mean because there's a breeze and it's okay. And I do like an hour, I'll come in, I'll cool down, I'll edit a video um, in my bedroom with the shades drawn and my fan on and I cool down, drink water, because it's important to hydrate kids when you're tanning. Um, and then I'll go back up, I do like a little tanning lap. Uh, but now I'm in, I think I didn't get too much sun because I was so paranoid about recording a video podcast after I've been tanning. Um, but I'm on my third vodka and my God, I can feel them. When you've been in the sun, not eating, just laying out. Wow. They hit hard and fast. I quite like it though. Hey. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm living for this. Okay. Can anybody hear any background noise? Not much has gone past my flat though in a moment. So I think no. everything sounds good to me. But I'm kind of hoping we get a siren later because that, that's always funny when it happens. On your <laughs> that worked podcast. really well last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, when it punctuates a point, <laughs> it works well. <laughs> I've been recording the whole time, so... Are uh, we already recording? I'm, no, I'm already recording all this. So um, we can get started whenever if we're all ready. Let me just... You, or... have, I'm, I'm, you, you have my permission to use anything. So whatever I've said, it's already left my mouth. That's fine. How do you guys record? Do you guys have like breaks? Oh, you're on the Prosecco. Nice. Always. Um, do you guys have like breaks for like powdering one's nose and refilling one's glass? Or do you go straight through? I feel like we just edit out all of the ratchet stuff. Yeah. And, you know, strategically leave in... <laughs> modestly ratchet shit no that's cool like whatever i say i've said you can have but i mean like i'm not sure this will last me a whole hour you know do i get like do i get like a 30 second oh, yeah. dash to the fridge at some point oh of course <laughs> just yeah. To top your glass. yeah you just be like i'm going to refill it cool. yeah just check in just check in because oh, I, I yeah i i do an hour and we do 20 minutes comfort break 20 minutes comfort break another 20 minutes and then it's comfort break after show um so yeah everyone gets like a powder break a fridge break a, a you know toilet break whatever you need i might need a i might need a fucking powder break because it is hot over here too you guys like it's been nuts it's been completely insane like i feel like it's getting hotter and hotter each year and i can't take yeah. it i really can't where are you, Gia? Because I don't recognize this background. I see the glitter poster that I had. I can see rainbow, caution, 
Oh, that's butterfly. I'm actually in my bedroom, but I'm about uh, to put a new poster right here. So that's why I'm like, yeah. kind of like, hi. Yeah, I've not seen this little corner of your world before. I was like, what's behind her? That's, I'd be nosy having a look. <laughs> yeah, this is my beauty station part of my area. So that's my vanity nice. and all my hair products over here. But Coolness. All of them, a cabinet full. How do I make it so I can see both of you guys right now? Because right now I can only see who's talking. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if I, my hay fever is through the roof, if I sneeze, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I've okay. got a permanent tickle. Okay, I fixed I, it. Oh, coolness. You want something? I am. I'm shut in my like bedroom area, and then there's like a door, and then there's another door to the kitchen. Honestly, those fucking birds next door—they are so noisy, and it's getting smelly. It smells like a shitty bird's nest in my kitchen. It's gross. The landlord needs to hurry the fuck up and take <laughs> care of the birds. So they're two doors away, and they normally come down by now, so it should be fine. I don't think there's any background noise going to be my issue. Can't hear anything. Hello. 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 You can't hear anything. No, I mean like I just, I just mean I won't have any background noise. My end. I, oh, I, oh, I recorded. Oh. I made that video the other day, and I was like, oh for fuck's sake, I've got the birds, and I was like, I just have to acknowledge it because they're. Just oh my gosh, and when you were live. I can hear the birds. That's I was so like, noisy. it must be a really nice day outside. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the kitchen. <laughs> My deck house feels like a fucking tree house at the minute. <laughs> it kind of already is one, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, I'm already, I'm already like, um, like eight feet up. You know, my front door is downstairs. I come up the stairs. I live eight feet up in the air and I, I look over everything. So it already feels, yeah, a bit like that. But with, I had house guests, I had friends visit from out of town last week. And I was like, I'm just so sorry. <laughs> There's basically birds living in the kitchen because the kitchen and living room is a shared space. So I said, the birds will be up at like 6.30. You will hear them. They will be just across the room. There's nothing oh I my can gosh. do. I'm just, I'm just sorry. That's crazy. Oh my God, my roommate just started listening to the news. Can you guys hear that in the background? Okay, hopefully that doesn't get louder then. Okay, so Gio, you've got your intro written. Shall, shall we go into- They're not written. I have what I'm gonna say pretty much ready though. Perfect, I'm gonna mute myself and whenever you're ready. Hey, you guys, welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Things are looking a little different here, I guess. There's a pretty clear reason for that if you're looking at this on Treacle's channel. But if you are listening to this podcast, hey, 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 welcome back to the Adventures of Gigi. This week, we've got a special guest at Treacle Tots with me and Gareth this week. Hey, you guys. Hey, Gia. Hey, Gareth. How are hey. you guys? We're good. Melting, but we're fine. Living it's in hard. Life. Gareth and I are struggling through this heat wave. Little confession, I don't have any shorts or joggers on and I'm literally in pants and a t-shirt. I'm going to put it out there. It's that freaking hot, you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all melting over here, boiling. My hair is frizzing up in the humidity. It's literal hot mess. 
uh, but we're just trying to get through it. And we have a really fun episode for you guys today. It's something that I've been thinking about for a while, and it's completely inspired by Treacle's podcast, by the little game that he plays at the end of every episode, Spin, Pin, or Bin. You guys know this, like, come on. So this week's episode is The Bin, and... So I guess the bin is like this like super subjective thing. I feel like what we should talk about is like what the bin is first and then get into it. So Treacle, since you entitled this bin, can you explain what it is to you at least? (laughs) Well, bin is for you Americans, it's trash. That's what it is. And for me, I just, it was, I think it was like two days before I launched my podcast, which was right around the time you guys launched The Adventures of Gigi. So I think Hey Lamb is like, what, two episodes behind The Adventures of Gigi or something? But I wanted to have something to bring each episode to a close. I wanted to come up with a game. I thought, let's just do Fuck, Marry, Kill with Mariah songs, basically. But I wanted to call it something. So I thought, spin, pin, okay. So I thought, right, spin, pin or bin. It sounds catchy, but then I have to, I always explain the rules. Like people are like, what does pin mean? And then bin works for Gareth, but it doesn't work for you, Gia, because you need trash, you know? So, so I always explain it, but for the game, it's always spin is love it, play it. Pin is, I'm not sure, put a pin in it for now, maybe for another day. And then bin is, in my game, it means you can't ever play it again. Like it doesn't belong, it has to go. Um, so that's for bin basically is trash. It doesn't belong. It has to go. Perfect. That that's amazing because that goes right into what we have this week for you guys. We've got a list of songs that are not necessarily literal trash within the Lamely, but they don't have a home or like an album that they go on. So they are kind of like lost in the lamely, if you will. And maybe some of them are trash to me, but we'll get into that. So we're going to go through this list of songs that are in the trash bin. And we're going to either like justify why they're in the trash or we are going to try to like save them or explain like, oh no, this one doesn't belong there. We need like justice for this song, you know, like justice for this bin moment. So Gareth, you've got the list. Can you start us off? Yeah, so the first song, it I think it was a single. Um, it wasn't on her album, but it was a song by The Dream featuring Mariah Carey. It was definitely on his album. It did have its own music video, and that's My Love. And I don't know about for you guys, but for me, I feel like it should have been at least a bonus track moment on the Equals MC Squared album. I think it might have missed that opportunity anyway of when it was recorded, because it wasn't released until 2009. But it should have had some kind of Mariah moment where, you know, she puts it out, it's her song. How do you guys feel about My Love? I love it. I've always been a stand for My Love. I feel like it was like a timing issue. It just missed out. And there were so many songs that did get the cut for, you know, the, the um, well, E equals MC squared, maybe not so much, but then like memoirs, I think it just kind of fell in a bit of a gap, but I feel like Mariah does love the song because we have the whole music video moment and I've got friends that are fans, but not lambs. They know my love, they love my love. It's such a summer bop. It always features on playlists, um, but I do forget it doesn't belong within a Mariah album 
thing. And Gia, the way you were like explaining like this episode, I'm like, these songs are like all orphans. They need like adopting into like a Mariah album. It's almost like finding the right family for them. Like which is the right album that should adopt them. And I don't know who should, I don't know which album should adopt My Love, but um, timeline wise, Gareth, it, it would be E equals, yeah? I forget when exactly it came out. Apparently, from what I've researched, it was recorded in 2008, but it was released in 2009. So it does miss the equals MC squared moment, the whole timeline. But as she worked on most of memoirs with The Dream, it could fit there. But I just feel the vocals and everything, the sound of the song, it fits more with the equals MC squared, but it's just a timing issue. So memoirs, I guess. Something you said, Treacle, really stuck with me because, as you said, these songs kind of need homes. They're orphans. This episode was totally inspired by the episode that one we did together, but also our remixes episode, which is like these remixes should have gone on this album. So it's totally in that same vein. So kudos on you for picking that up. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, my personal opinion, though, is that My Love isn't like my favorite track, but I think it should have been a little bit bigger than it was. Looking back as a lamb who's younger, I haven't seen much love from it from the lamely, so it would be cool to see a little bit more. I think I think Gia just called us old, Gareth, but I'll, I'll move straight past that. Um, I think that My Love, I could place above a good handful of songs on E Equals. I really could. I genuinely still get so much joy and love from playing My Love. And I, I, I mean, I don't want to go through like the exact track listing because I don't know, but I just know that vibe wise gareth you're totally right it belongs on e equals maybe it was a bit it, i think it missed the cut or whatever but vibe wise it should be on e equals and it should be there above certain songs what's a song on e equals that you'd been to replace my love for oh my god i i, I get so much um commentary when i say it but i really just don't feel for the record in me the either artist and i and i feel so bad because it's a lot of people's favor off the album and for some people it's like their favorite like ever and i i i understand and i respect that it just doesn't do anything for me at all i just so there were some really good summer bops on e equals touch my body and um cruise control and i just wish we had um like more kind of like you know in the sunshine with the windows down in the car and my love is the pinnacle of that moment and i think it would have done really well for me personally if it had made e equals okay gareth what about the second track on the list i feel it so it was intended of mimi but due to the sample clearance being denied like weeks or something before, it was like really close to the album being pressed or whatever. And um, it was denied. So it was a song called Here Comes That Feeling by Dynamic Superiors. I've never heard the original. I don't know if the sample is in the leaked version. I don't know if either one of you know this, whether it is or not. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to come right out and say I'd rather have When I Feel It on the album than Sprung. 
You know, I just think that, I mean, yeah, I see. I know you like sprung treacle, but I just think that I don't personally like it that much, but I'd rather have it than sprung. So that's where I'm at with that. I feel it was replaced by Joyride, allegedly. That is what I understand. So I have heard the song that it samples and it's there. Like the song is totally built around it. You guys have got to go and check it out. What was the name of it, Gareth? Because I forget it. Remind us again of the, the name. The song is called Here Comes That Feeling by the Dynamic Superiors. Yeah, if you play that and then you play I Feel It, it is based on it. Like, it's one and the same. I absolutely love it. I do enjoy Sprung and Secret Love as Emancipation bonus tracks. I know that everybody does. But they're like they're just fun and not that deep in the same way that, like, Your Girl isn't really deep it's just fun but i actually prefer secret love and sprung over your girl so i want everything on emancipation i wouldn't take anything off emancipation i mean maybe to the floor but i would keep everything and just add i feel it or is it like like when in brackets or you know when i feel it. i always call it when i feel it but when i feel it i feel it but gareth you're absolutely correct my understanding is that we got joyride in place of I feel it and Joyride is a different vibe and I love it and I can't imagine not having Joyride but apparently we got Joyride because we couldn't have I feel it. I always get confused between the the bracketed uh, when I feel it because I remember when the track leaked in 2005-2006 you had to really go digging for it to find it it's like one of these weird little bars on a dodgy website like an mp3 thing it's just like really bad quality and you're like listening to it like oh okay it sounds all right and it was just I feel it so I always remember it for that reason okay you guys what about the next song on the list did you talk? Did you say much about I Feel It? You did, right? Me? Yeah. I started. Okay. So the next song, Right to Dream, was written with Willie Nelson for the soundtrack of the movie that Mariah Carey, she did star in it. Let's just say, let's just say she did. There was alongside two other people. Her character, Crystal, performs the song in a bar. And it's completely different for Mariah, but it does showcase that she can do different things. She doesn't have to stick to just pop R&B. She can venture out. It's not a huge vocal moment, but, you know, there's flows in there. She's playing around with it, but there's not really anything. It doesn't go anywhere, but it's, it is a beautiful song. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe. It's not like a big, big vocal moment. It's, it's um, like a lullaby kind of vibe. And there's little twangs and things that she does that I find really interesting because it is a step away from what she usually does. Personally, I wouldn't adopt it into any of her albums. I think it is a soundtrack moment. And any artist that is 31 years into a career like this, that you're going to have moments and songs that don't fit into a studio album. They are on other people's projects or soundtracks. And this, for me, it's clear it's outside Mariah Carey's album discography. It's a soundtrack moment. That's why it's a different sound. But I, I don't reach for it. I'm happy it's there. And I think what's going to happen throughout this conversation is I'm going to be reminded of so many of these songs that I need to maybe not adopt into one of her albums, but at least adopt into some of my playlists because I haven't heard that in quite some time. But it is it is sweet and it's more like a bedtime vibe for me, I guess. Jeez. I think that Right to Dream should be on like a Rarities Part 2 or something. I definitely enjoyed the song and last year I would listen to it like outside a lot. It wasn't like 
my normal Mariah listening experience. It was like a rustic sort of thing, you know? Um, maybe that's just its country nature, but anyway, uh, but that's how I feel about it. I agree with you though. It shouldn't be on an, a regular album. I think a rarities moment. But, but guys, if you, if you just take a moment, let's just imagine I'm not saying that I would replace it. I would not replace it at all with anything on equals MC squared. But let's just say we didn't have I Wish You Well. Let's say she didn't record it. It wouldn't sound out of place if it was there as an album closer. That's a good point. I mean, if they don't have like country twang and things going on and she sang it a little like more like straight yeah because i really do need a tender album yeah. closer from mariah and yeah it needs to be i mean i'm so happy we have what we have but yeah that could work i could i could see that yeah just if we didn't obviously i'm not going to replace it with i wish you were shall we move on to the next song i just want to say gia I, i've not thought of that like the whole what do you say rustic <laughs> like i've never i'm like oh maybe i should listen to the song outside i've never experienced that stuff. because for me certain songs i'm like in the car you know i want to say roof down i don't have a convertible but i've got i open the windows and i feel like i have you know like cruise control and touch my body fantasy hello that's such like it in the car on the motorway freeway highway whatever you guys call it over there um, on your roller never, skates on your I, I, well, I don't have a roller why would you drive with this. roller skates <laughs> no that's not what i mean that's a whole conversation for another day let's come up with like a rollerblading roller skating playlist for mariah <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be heartbreaker remix is track one i'm telling you that and fantasy has to be on there but um i don't have a list of songs that i um listen to outside and i've got a beautiful space where i live and i have a balcony and i have like a barbecue area underneath now i'm thinking i need like maybe like an outside playlist and maybe i'll give this uh, try it outside because you said you like it outside because it's rustic <laughs> yes it's a walking out in the the trail moment <laughs> home on the range moment it could be your next uh sunbathing song try it outside when you're sunbathing then <laughs> maybe next song triumphant um we all i don't even know what to say about triumphant guys like i like it i think i feel like i've said it all before like great vocals great chorus there's loads of layering i i listened to it um over the last couple of days like on my way into work and whatnot and i sort of rediscovered it again a little bit we don't get the verse chorus verse chorus structure and i feel if she'd have just left the rappers in there but still had the verse chorus verse chorus structure would have been a bit long but i could have still taken it because i've said this bit before she as this version stands she is a guest on her own song, but I do like it. I feel like I'm going against. Yeah. How do you go, Treacle? <laughs> I'm sorry. I got. I. I, I miss. I misheard something you said. Why well, I heard? I just. I was being rude. I'm sorry. And I looked at G, and I don't know if she took. <laughs> I did. No, I did. I did. No, I saw it too. Yes, oh, I love it. you. Oh my God. You guys are so funny. Nothing. nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am concentrating, I promise. But Gareth, Gareth literally just like looked deadpan the camera and said it would be a bit long, but I could still take it. <laughs> 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 and then and then I just, I really tried not to laugh. I'm sorry. I was listening. He, I was and then he was staring, like trying not to laugh, looking at me and I looked down at him and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was trying not to break. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Triumphant is one of those instances where Mariah ends up being a guest on her own song, but I'm not mad at that because you you create the space and she produces and she writes and you just make space. I remember hashtag beautiful, you know, she doesn't come into the song until like a minute 20 in and the whole song is like three minutes, you know, so that was a bit frustrating for me, you know, but Triumphant, I didn't really like get frustrated. I was like, whatever. What frustrated me about the song was the whole marketing thing. And like, she's putting a song out 2012, but the album's not ready. We don't end up getting it for two, you know, for two years. And then the song isn't there. It's cute. It sat on my workout playlist for the longest time. And it's still there on some playlists, but I go for those club mixes. Is it the, is it the Pulse club mix? The Pulse remixes? That is, yeah, because that is uh, what um, vintage throwback mix. I actually haven't listened to them in like a while. Isn't there some vintage throwback titled mixes? Those there's the ones there's a me. ton of triumphant remixes that I actually really love. But one thing, I don't dislike the original triumphant. A lot of lambs don't like it, but I, I really don't have strong opinions one way or another. But I do like the video. It gives oh, yeah. me Emancipation era vibes, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the glistening skin and the gold <laughs> hair, dead straight hair, center part. And yeah, the video is cute and fun. And she's being like, you know, really girly and feminine and playful in the boxing ring and holding up like you know, the, the cards and everything. Yeah, I'm here for the video. I'm here for it as a moment. It possibly could have launched an album. The trouble is there just was no album to launch after it. So it became like a throwaway moment and that's a pity. Yeah. And also I think naming the tour, the triumphant tour, but I don't think she even sang the song triumphant on the triumphant tour. I think that's a little funny, but anyway. I wouldn't put it on any album, but I'm also not like mad. I'm, I don't know. I don't have strong opinions, so she can stay in the bin, I guess. Yeah. We're not, no one's adopting her. No album's going to adopt Triumphant. She remains an orphan. Feel bad for her. What about the next one? So the next song, just to get this little era out the way, if it was even an era, Almost Home from Oz the Great and Powerful. I love this song. I won't put it on an album. But I love the song because of the vibrato in her voice, the lyrics, the thumping beat. It's great vocally and lyrically. I do have a little bit of an issue of when she sings about fireflies just because of her obsession with butterflies. But that's really small. The only thing is the music, the backdrop, like backing track, it sounds like, please forgive me, <laughs> but it does sound like a watered down, cheaper version of Diamonds. They do have the same producers, but different writers. And Mariah Carey co-wrote the song, but I don't think she has a producing credit on this. I dislike this song, so she can stay there. <laughs> she can stay in the bin. I don't know what it is about Almost Home for me, but it's just not my forte. It's not my flavor. It's not my thing. What do you think, Treacle? I don't know. I mean, I, I had a mild flirtation with it, but the song never, you know, like, grabbed me by the throat and pinned me up against the wall for a good time or anything. So we never really got off the ground. Um, I like the song. I don't love it. I like some things she does with her voice. There's a couple of, like, um, I love, by the way, guys, I love how petty you are about the, <laughs> she can't talk about fireflies because she is synonymous with butterflies because actually I remember that being like, why is she singing about fireflies? That's really weird. I like, what's the lyric? Right is wrong. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. 
wrong is right, right wrong is right, right, right is left, and there's nowhere left to turn. Yeah. yeah, like that bit was always like satisfying to my brain when I heard it. I appreciate she tried something different in the video, and she because I think sometimes we get stuck in the same angles, the same, you know, beauty shots and things. And there were some different things going on, but then actually I was like, oh, we're straying from we're stepping outside the pattern. But somebody that watches my YouTube channel really tried to like sell me on it and, and maybe look at it from a different like artistic perspective and appreciate that she's doing different things. And I have given it like more chances. Um, but it's just never been my favorite. The thing that sticks out for me is I feel bad for whoever wrote the song because Mariah said in recent years, didn't she, that, oh, I did that song for Disney at one time. I never really liked it. And I was like, oh my God, that must be really painful for them because they were on record at the time in an interview gushing. Oh my God, Mariah's Carey. Oh my God. And they told me Mariah Carey was going to sing my song. And that that felt like career made, life made for them. And mm -hmm. then how devastating. I hope they never ever found that quote where she said she didn't like the song because, ouch. See, and Gareth and I have had this back and forth argument where I don't believe she wrote it and he thinks that she was a part of writing it. And that's, that's, that's the reason why I don't think she wrote it because she says she didn't like it. I, my understanding is that she did not write it. It was a pre-existing song and she did it for, because it was Disney and she's got this big, you know, love affair with Disney and they, you know, didn't she shut down um, Disney World um, for like a, a month, like the the... Wed, like the her, second or third renewal, wedding or, yeah renewal yeah thank you like a renewal of vows with nick and stuff so yeah. yeah we know she's a big big disney fan mariah carey is a real life disney princess i mean hello but i think she did it because it was disney and mm -hmm. she said in that quote where she didn't like it it's because she didn't have a hand in writing it but maybe she changed one or two things she okay. tweaked a couple of things she must have done some i didn't know gareth that she had a writing credit like you've schooled me with that fact. So maybe she tweaked one or two things, but in terms of like conception, that's not her song. She didn't write that. She sang it for Disney. Yeah. Out of the two versions though, because there's two versions, there's the one for the film and there's the version that was released as a single. If you had to pick a slightly favorite one, which one would you pick? I completely forget what the differences are it's between very, them. It's just the ending, really. It's just the ending. What's, what happens? What was different? Like, it kind of, goes and you think she's gonna like go into the belt and then it just it literally just dives oh which oh is that the movie version that does that movie version so i just i don't know it's interesting because it's all over like youtube and stuff and that's not the better version and i just wonder why they went for that version because she sings a fucking ass off in the single version but is it is it the case that it was used in the credits or was it used in the movie? Because I've, no, I've never actually seen that movie. Credits? There's no version on the soundtrack for that movie. What? Then why did she do it? I don't know. Unless okay. anyone, anyone has a CD version, which I doubt anyone does, then it might be on that. But if you go on streaming, it's nowhere to be found on that soundtrack. Wow. I just assumed it was on the, the soundtrack because it's a single. They adopted her Mariah font. So it's like Mariah meets Disney. There's the Disney logo. There's Mariah's font. And the, the, there's a full-on music video with scenes from, you know, the movie. It felt like, it, okay, it's Mariah doing a Disney soundtrack. I was happy for that. But I didn't realise... I've either not listened to or completely erased from memory that there's the movie version that doesn't sound satisfying at the end or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right, um, well, we can move on from all those. Oh my yeah, gosh. Why, why don't you have a splash? 
That is in such good condition. I'm jealous I got that for you. Oh, by the way, happy 31st anniversary of the Mariah Carey debut album. Yeah, happy MC31, guys. Uh, yes, happy MC31. It's not MC30 anymore. Not anymore. Yep. All right, so where were we on the list? I'm not, I'm not with most things at the moment. So the next song, guys, Skydiving. Ooh. Who wants to go first with this? I've been going first for like... I want Tre like, I want Treacle to go first because I want to know what... What do you think of skydiving? Do you ever listen to it even? I don't have very strong opinions on it because it's... it's The version on YouTube, it's still got like the... Like this little spoken bit over it, right? Is that like it was played on radio mm -hmm. and there's like a little thing and the quality's not great. So I get what the song is and I like it. And it's catchy and I feel like, yep, it's right up there in contention for a spot on the track listing for memoirs. Um, but I can kind of see maybe why it didn't. Like I'm like, cool. For me, it's interesting because I've not listened to it to death like I had the rest of the memoirs album. So I could easily sit here and say I'm tempted to trade it. But that's only because probably I've listened to the actual album so many times where skydiving still retains somewhat of a novelty value because it's not, you know, instantly available. So do I ever really look it up on YouTube and give it multiple spins? No. Would I be interested in a finalized official release? Yes, I was hoping we'd get that with MC30. Maybe we'll get it on the Rarities Part 2. I'm so down for some kind of airtime for the finished version of skydiving. How about you, Gia? I'd take skydiving over ribbon. But <laughs> if I could reach through the screen and have like a strong word with you, with one hand placed around your neck. No, I, no I'm joking. No, I kind of would. No, ribbon, ribbon is top five, top three for me. I know we'll, we'll never see eye to eye, but I'll always defend ribbon. I know you'll always come for it just to press my buttons. I know that, I know that. Yeah, um, sorry. I definitely, I like skydiving, it's okay, but Another song on this list from the Memoirs era, I like a little bit more. So we'll wait till we get to that. I want to like skydiving so much and I do a little bit, but it's just loud and busy. And she, her vocals are drowning. No matter what version you listen to on YouTube, her vocals are drowning. And it's just like, I need to hear the finished version, like you said, Treacle, like I need that in order to appreciate this stuff. When it was leaked, I was all over it. And I like, I need a version without that little person speaking. And there's one or two, but the quality of the song is the same. So I wouldn't put it in the bin, but I want to hold, I want to put it in my pocket. I, will come I back. feel like we know the album it's from, like it's definitely yeah. a cast off and it was meant to be, was it, a, was it a clearance issue or it wasn't like there was, there were not clearance, it was, it just wasn't there. It wasn't. Didn't make the album. We know the album. It was. It was meant to be on memoir. So it kind of feels like, you know, there's maybe like twelve seats around the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? And this is like the thirteenth song. Like, just couldn't make it. Sorry, someone's got to go. That's what it's like. We know. You can just sit at the kids' table. The kids. Table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is like sorry. You have to be. You know. You we can't. We can't see your entire party. Someone has to. Has to leave. We know it's meant to be with memoirs. It totally belongs. It's kind of like 
it doesn't need to be adopted. It has a parent album. It's just been cast off. It's like the illegitimate child for some reason from the album. I wish it was on memoirs because I would cut a few things to make room for it quite easily. I don't need up out my face like the the reprise. You know, um, there's a, I, I could I could make room if we if if we're, if we're allowed to put it on the album. Like get rid of any issues as to why it was not on the album. If you need to make some minutes because of track listing, I could find you those minutes. I definitely could. And Gareth, you're right. The, the vocal kind of gets lost and I can't like pick up the lyrics and enjoy it, like hook into it as much as I would want to. But I'm saving space in my mind that that is largely because it's not the fully mastered mixed version. So I, I imagine the final version, when we get it, not if, when we get it, and I'm listening through headphones, I think it will smack pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Okay, so let's go on to 100%. Gia, do you want to start with 100%? I feel like Are you guys going to uh, put your ones up? Um, come on, obviously, 100%. Put your ones up. <laughs> <laughs> this, see, this is probably why all of these songs are in a bin, because I feel like a lot of the same things are coming up, like oh, I don't really have strong feelings towards this one way or another, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same sort of thing with 100% for me. Um, I actually listened to 100% pretty recently, actually, and I was, like, having a good time listening to it. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, I need to turn it off or anything. But it just, I'm a newer-ish lamb, and I wasn't around for it. And it's obviously in a different area. So it's not easily accessible compared to other Mariah songs. So it's lost on me. Yeah. Trico. I absolutely adore 100%. I've been a hardcore fan of it for the full, what, 10, 11 years. Absolutely love it. My first version was with um, because it was meant to be for the Pressure soundtrack, right? I think yeah. she was kind of on record talking about it. And there's the spoken bit by, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Gabourette Sidibe. Sidibe. Thank you. Thank you. She does the spoken intro, and that's the version that I knew and loved. And then, like, a cleaner version in terms of quality um, appeared on the internet. And that was with Mariah singing the opening. And I was like, oh my God, because that, you know, that's not the version I had on my iPod this is when you know it was iPods not iPhones and you would use iTunes to then sync and whatever I had my own little cover art for 100% I love 100% I listen to 100% it really does physically pain me that over here in UK we didn't have it right Gareth like in US you guys had it and I know I can picture the outfit that she's wearing like the 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 top with the the studs or whatever um I don't think we ever, ever, ever got it over here on streaming. So I think for like US lambs kind of like throw it away because they've had it at their fingertips for at least some time because it was used as the Winter Olympics USA like song, whatever. But over here, we've never had it officially at our fingertips. And that really bothers me because I love 100%. I have to go to YouTube to play it. And that is one song from this list that I do go to YouTube to play and I will adopt that song any day of the week and hold her close to my bosom. I love her so much. You don't have streaming? Do you have Apple Music? Yeah, 100% isn't there. She's not there. She's not available to us. I have 100% on my phone. 
Yeah, because it was used as a USA Winter Olympics theme song, whatever you want to call it, moment. <laughs> okay, but- then maybe it's not because it's from streaming. Maybe I bought it or something. I can't remember, but it's definitely online, I- but I am in America, so. Before I get very loud and upset, I am going to like double check like one more time. Um, but it's, I know it's not. I know, I know we don't have access to it over here. That's crazy. Don't. I feel We're like. In Blighty. <laughs> so for me, 100% lives on um, YouTube. That's fucked. Cause I can, I have it downloaded from Apple. Well, you better learn to appreciate that song then Gia, because some I of will. us don't have I that luxury. Me, bitch, I told you I was listening to that <laughs> a few days ago. <laughs> okay. So the next one, Imperfect. What do we think about that? Who wants to go first? Trico, do you want to go first with this one? Again, I want to reserve final judgment until we get that final fully mixed mastered version. If I put Imperfect next to Skydiving, I feel like I'd rather listen to Skydiving. But Imperfect, like how does Imperfect not end up on Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel? So again, give me some room and I'll find some minutes on that track listing and we will end up with Imperfect and Skydiving. Period. I agree. I. I'd rather have Imperfect than a number of songs on memoirs. So <laughs> I, I'd i find those minutes as well. That's how I feel. And I don't, I like both of those songs. I don't know. I just have a lot of problems with like Angel's Advocate and memoirs and all of these extra songs that didn't make this cut. Because I feel like Trigle, see, now I got a lot more I got to, I gotta message you because that is a whole nother album too. That's one of them. Oh my god, tangent. Anyway, there's I'm so ready to much. Go. There's yeah. there's so so much, but I feel like um, melodically I prefer skydiving. But I love the message of Imperfect, and I feel like it really is a shame it didn't make the album because it needed to find some space. And I I, I was it's. It's one of those moments where I would love to be in the room where these conversations take place. You've got a song that's fairly decent called Imperfect and you end up calling the album Memoirs of an Imperfect Angel and you've got um, the prelude, Angels, you've got Angels Cry and you've got these different things going on and you have a song called Imperfect, it doesn't make the album. And How all does... the songs are telling stories like memoir. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how do you land on that decision? How do you like give that the big green tick and the thumbs up and yeah, let's leave that song off and and move forward. Gareth, what do you think about Imperfect? I like it. I do because it's a little bit in agreement with you, Treacle, because I want to hear the finished version of it. There's some good quality versions on YouTube and whatnot, but like that's slow. The beat's slow the singing is slow and then there's some that sound okay but then they're a little bit sort of distorted or whatever or I just don't know which one is the right one and I want the right one to make a decision because I do feel like I could like like the song and I do feel like yeah it does belong on the album I do think it would be a perfect end track on the album just to sum up what the album like is as a conclusion you know despite all of this no one is imperfect uh, no one is perfect you know um yeah that's a really good point that's a, it would be a really good album closure and you need that final version because you need that headphones in eyes shut 
really absorbing it. And when you're like searching on YouTube and comparing, is this the one? Is this the one? By the time you actually find one that's like half decent, you've already listened to the melody yeah. and the lyrics too many times. You can't, you need to put your headphones in, lay back, close your eyes and just trust it's you know in the production and just enjoy it and we can't do that with imperfect and skydiving because we're always looking for like one that's slightly better that's why we need the official releases on the rarities part two come in soon mariah please <laughs> all right there for me oh yeah treacle you go first okay right there for me is Okay, I'm trying to remind myself of what we discussed so far. No, there for me is top of the list. I love 100%, but I love there for me even more. I imported the American CD single of the Never Too Far Hero Medley and there for me. And I really wish I could find this. I feel like it was maybe like a honeybee fly newsletter. It wasn't even like an interview. There's like a little written something where she spoke about when she started working on it. And it was, it maybe goes back to like butterfly era. I think I've spoken about this on my YouTube channel at some point, I forget. I really want someone to reach out and um, school me on this, like when it dates back to, because she was sat on that song for a while and she dedicated it to the lambs when she finally put it out. And she spoke about how she was happy that it was getting some, you know, like light in a way, but everyone's focused on the Never Too Far Hero Many, which is cute, like, yay, clap, 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 whatever. But there for me, oh my God, there for me, I play. I love, I love, I love. And again, I'm going to YouTube for it. I'm going to YouTube for 100% and there for me because I'm 100% there for 100% and there for me. I also think out of all the songs that we've listed so far, this one's probably at the top for me right now. I don't know um, as we get down if it'll stay there, but right now it is. Yeah, I don't know. This definitely needs to be on. I thought it would make a great track on the rarities, but I have yeah. no idea. And when but, was she? Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't on there. It would have fit perfectly in with the Lover Boy out here on my own slipping away oh, section. It would have fit yeah. perfectly right there. And those four songs I would have been replaying over and over because those are the best three songs for me. So I felt it would have fit there, but the song gives me like a super like 90s vibe. So it makes sense if she started it early, but it also reminds me of like, like any R. Kelly song kind of, I don't know. I don't want to get hate for that, but it just really reminds me of like a boys to men R. Kelly moment. I don't know. Yeah. Like that nine, like, um, what's the Celine Dion song he did with Celine Dion? Like that kind of 90s, I know what you're trying to say, that 90s R&B ballad. It reminds me of Space Jam. Like, I don't know why, but it, <laughs> it just reminds me. <laughs> I've never put it in that space in my in my brain. But there, there are things that she does. I actually prefer the, the first half of the song. I love where it builds and it goes. I love it. I love it. But I love how like stripped back and tender and deep it is. It's just a little bit lower. And those those notes, where she goes with her voice, it's so like soothing to me. And the best bit, I'm not a singer, I cannot and I will not, but it's when she goes from the second verse into the second chorus and they blend. Um, you lift me up, oh my gosh, memory test. You lift me up whenever I, um, something, something, and you never let me fall and she holds that note and fall becomes the word all and it just blends and it's just 
it's I can't express uh, how satisfying that is to my brain every time I, that's you know like on YouTube you double tap to go back like 10 seconds I always go back from the second verse into the second chorus I always do that it just is the shit for me can I curse on, is... your, on your podcast I'm sorry oh no we curse all the time that that is it for me as well that's the moment um, but also I think that deeper soothing moment is what makes it sound like an R. Kelly song or something for me, but I prefer the beginning over the big part also. And you never let me fall and she holds fall and it becomes, oh, fall becomes the O of, oh, it would take all of my, yeah, yeah, I can hear it, I can hear it. I can too. I literally can hear it right now in my head. It keeps playing over and over. I bet everyone else can hear it too. This is amazing. Oh my God. See, that's why I love having lamb friends because no one else would know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> oh my God, she's here. She has lost her mind. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, my friends are like, oh my God. They're just certain songs, like certain bits where yeah. it's like, I don't even need the song. I just need to hear that run. I need to hear that lick. I need to hear just that lyric, that phrasing. And 100% it's the overall song. I just love it, love it, love it. But like there for me, I literally can zoom in. I can zone in on a specific 10 seconds. And I just, that does it. As soon as I hear those 10 seconds, I'm happy. And I would love there for me to be released. Gia, you said the rarities and... When I was um, being slipped information and making speculations and, you know, over on my channel, we did predict the rarities. We did predict it. And then five days later, it was announced. I was convinced as I was building or speculating what the track listing might be there for me. Absolutely had an invitation to the party. Absolutely. So I 100, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been on the list. Let down, a yeah. little bit let down and confused, but we know there's enough in the vault that there's a rarities volume two further down the line. And I think there for me will be a, like a jewel in the crown of that track listing. Especially when, because, you know, she could have thought, okay, it was on the single and it wasn't really a popular time, whatever. But we did get Everything Fades Away when, you know, there were countries that did get that. So she put that on there, I think, for the American lands. And so there for me could have been somewhere on there. It could have just been in. I don't know. Even if it was on the Japanese version, we had to go searching for that. But we should have got it in some way, shape or form for the rest of the world because it's a missed opportunity, that song. I read it was written and possibly recorded during 1999. I don't know if it was off the back end of Rainbow or just during the recording of Rainbow. It does give me, now that you said that, a Thank God I Found You vibe a little bit. So. Was it a, a um, was it a Diane Warren moment? It I'm trying to remember. There was something in a Honeybee Fly, uh, Honey Fly newsletter or something. And oh, I really, I really want someone to reach out and, and, and tell me because I, I've got so Diane. much love for this song. So much love. I don't know if David Foster as well was part of it. I know he was on After Tonight, the writing with Diane Warren. His name's kind of on my, the tip of my tongue as well with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually like Googling in the background while we talk about it. But um, oh, I just I just love the song so much. I think it could have 
I don't know if it could have closed the album as the last song or been the glitter. The yeah, or the been the penultimate song. I don't think it belongs. It, I, for me, it's got nothing to do with glitter um, because it, it's like a 1999. I think it's around that time. You know, it's just I don't know why I've got something in my brain is telling me it was almost like I was shocked it was left over. Like I think she said something about. She started writing it during Butterfly. That year, I was like, whoa, like 97. Like, I was like, well, you got moments like my own and whenever you call, but she didn't get to finish it until after Rainbow. So there's some kind of Butterfly Rainbow. I've got like an Amber Alert going on off in the back of my brain. <laughs> it's, it's around that time. But I'm dead. <laughs> I'd rather it, take there for me over Thank God I Found You album version. So. I think Thank God I Found You needs to just be where it is and that's cool and I'm happy with it and we get the, you know, Make It Last remix. I don't know what I would do with There For Me. I think it really is like the the pinnacle of like a lost song. It's like, it was a B-side. Technically it's a B-side, which is why I thought we'd get it on the rarities. It was a B-side to Never Too Far Hero single and it needs to be released in some capacity in the future. And I just remember Mariah um, sounding like she was quite attached to it. And, and she, she kind of dedicated to the fans. I don't want to keep going on about this um, Honeybee Fly newsletter that I at least imagined in my brain, but there's some kind of written quote where she, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm just, sorry. I just want to like Google this. It's really going to bother me. <laughs> You guys carry on. I'm listening. I really I'm just want to like smell my hair. So, but we're on camera and I feel like that, that would look weird. You know what I mean? But I guess it's going to like bother me. Do what you want, Ellen. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's the next song? Well, <laughs> I just want to make like just a quick point because if she's sitting on this. <laughs> if she... <laughs> If she's sitting on. Sorry, let me start. Right. Okay. If she's sitting on songs like Lead the Way that she co-wrote with Walter Afanasiev, it was allegedly part of the writing, recording process of Butterfly, whatever. And she was sitting on that for a while and used it. And I feel like that was the middle finger to the control that Tommy had over the music industry of samples and not working with her. And this was a Diane Warren and David Foster song. She'd worked with them on Rainbow. This could have been another one of those, you know? So she could have shoehorned it into Glitter. It, I feel like it flows nicely towards the end of the album. It's kind of like a never too far, but it's not never too far because better. This is now like a red alert, okay? I've just found a webpage I've never found before. It's um, shout out to MariahRecords.com. Um, because I love Mariah Records. Yeah, like why had I found this particular page? But MariahRecords.com is saying, yeah, written by Mariah, Diane Warren, and David Foster. There for me, produced by Mariah Carey and David Foster. And under about the song, they quote a voice message that Mariah left on November the 13th, 2001. And this is what I remember. So I was like, honeybee fly. There's some kind of quote. So apparently she said, and this is the transcript of the voice note from November 13th, 2001. 
Hey lambs, hmm, I tried to leave you a message about this last week, but it didn't go through. So here I am calling to let you know that I re-recorded Never Too Far and Hero and made them into a medley. And that's going to be coming out on December 4th. You can hear it on the radio as well. And hmm, there's also going to be a video taken from a live performance that was done. So hmm, the B-side is also an unreleased track that I've been saving called There For Me. And I hope you like it so check it out i will call you again soon i love you i miss you and i enjoy it as you know bye bye so that doesn't give like everything that i've read or learned about it but there we have mariah on record is it with a transcript from a voicemail i've not heard this or you know okay I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really geeking out right now. I'm like, what else can I find? What else can I find? I've got another quote. I've got another quote for there for me. I'm sorry, I'm really geeking out. This, honestly, MariahRecords.com, it's given me so much life. She actually references there for me a few times. Um, Mariah says, I started doing different charity events where I did a combination of Never Too Far and Hero. We made it into a medley and put them in the same key and made it work. People responded really well to it. It's been interesting for me since the events of September 11, the way people have been playing Hero and really even talking to me about Never Too Far because that song was also about loss. I figured that it would be a nice thing to do to put them out for Christmas. There's also an unreleased track on the B side, which is called There For Me, which kind of has the same sentiment. And then she talks about the, where the proceeds are going, blah, blah, blah. On the early show, um, she, uh, there was, I think this album that you've done, this unreleased ballad that you've done there for me is also terrific. Mariah says, thank you. It's just a single actually. It got, Mariah said on the early show, there's an unreleased song called Dare For Me and it's not from any album and it's a thank you to my fans and Never Too Far and Hero, the proceeds go to the Heroes Foundation. So in my mind, there was like this one quote, but actually there's a few little interview yeah. bits and pieces. She has, yeah, she said it was a thank you to the fans, yeah. Though I was not there during these days, I remember hearing this. I remember these words being said like, through telephone, like this is all ringing several bells to me. There's but also a couple also, of tweets here. I've got you're tripping out about things that you're finding. I just got a notification from Mariah X Lamely that there's some new The Roof alternative vocals out. Wow. So that's wow. really exciting. After this, I'm going to need to hear that because the bitch, obviously The Roof. So alternative vocals, yes, please. Absolutely. <clears throat> so next song. Um, I feel like, well, it's not going to be so divided. I don't. I don't, yeah. I, I can't. I've already told you, I can't. <laughs> and I won't. There you go. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I won't. <laughs> that, that, that's the trilogy. She came out with, I don't. My reply was, I can't. And G is hitting back with, I just won't. I won't, I won't, I won't. <laughs> you have no respect for the song at all, guys? What? Do, nothing no. at all? No, I, 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 okay, I'm not going to use she that. Didn't have her, she didn't have respect for herself with that song, so. True. I, we... I will never say I hate anything that she she does. I just don't subscribe to this song at all. Um, I I just find, like, I wish someone, like, tapped her on the shoulder 
<laughs> or you know, pulled her by the elbow and pulled her aside for like a, a, a second. The music video is really cringy. I just, like, no, no. And then it's built in, it, it's just, it's there with Mariah's world and she takes off the ring and she puts it down and like walks away. And I'm like, no, it's just really, really cringy. And, and she, flips off, she flips off the camera with the ring like halfway up yes. here. Like it's messy. And she's like, not even like, lip syncing the vocals sometimes like she starts doing it like and then the you hear the lines keep going but she like stops like it's, I, it's a weird moment i think it like she needs to get her feelings out and express herself and i get that but i just look at it it was that whole hella era that's the soundtrack song for me of that whole era because yeah. she needed to just get this venom out and she needed to walk away from this period in her life. And it's, the thing is, it's not a bad song. I can no. listen to the song. It doesn't make my blood boil. That's not the thing. It's just when I wrap it up in the management situation and her personal life situation and that the video and I'm like, you, you, just, you just didn't need to. She's and like, I don't, the, and I'm like, I wish you didn't. Exactly. Yeah. And it's literally like the the afterbirth of New Year's Eve. Like, it's still the hot mess express, you know? I just, everything I, every, every time I go back to that, I'm like literally triggered because that's like, I just, I, I won't. There we go. I, I never, I never listen to I don't <laughs> because I can't. And I won't. But sorry, Gareth might really like it. So let's yeah, not yeah, let's not sorry. put her in a coffin. Let's not bury her. We want to hear what everyone says, of course. But so like, how do you feel? I agree definitely with bits that you're saying, of course. Um, but yes, you said you agreed with us. I agree with certain elements of what you're saying because it is that song that's very okay. This is the Mariah's World sound track or whatever or this is it's bad because of the new year's eve and it's like okay this is what you got at new year's eve here's my new single it's like, mm. but as a standalone song on its own i thought this is actually quite good considering what's happening at the moment you know i thought this is all right it goes all over the place vocally like i'm hearing bits here and there like of her vocal range the only thing that i don't like about it i love the yg thing it was nice just nice but the baby voice in the because when you love someone um you just don't treat them bad like and when that bit just comes in and because of the contrast from one thing to the next it just makes it sound like a baby voice and i'm just like mm, okay so if it is on i let it play i can pick it over certain songs it's not my favorite i like the intention of it it's adorable i can't throw it away though Oh, I can. I, oh, I'll, I'll... This this song is the definition of the big bitch. <laughs> I know it sounds harsh, and at the end of the day, everything's with love. I don't hate on anything that she she does. I I love Mariah. I love her music. I always will be a, a fan of everything. But not everything is for everyone, and I don't is something that I can put in the bin like you always play like fuck Mary kill spin pin bin whatever. It that is one I can boot. You'd say, like, love you, bye, and make room for something else. Um, because it, it never gets played. It's, it's not on any playlist of mine. I never click on it. Or like, I never reach for it on YouTube, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think... And I, why would you? Yeah, if that's how you feel, why would you? And with pretty much, if you take bits of everything we've said, why would you? <laughs> but, like, 
I think without a music video, it's a separate moment. I don't like watching it on YouTube because of the clothing and everything that reminds me of Mariah's world. But if it comes on on my phone, it's okay for me. If I remove the visual and just had it as a song, I might, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but for me, they're too intertwined. I can't take that yeah. away. Can't take that away. And can't take that away. I can't <laughs> take that away. And it's completely intertwined. Um, you know, maybe if I like had just hopped on the lamb train, I could totally separate myself from it. But it's just something I can't do. I can't and I won't. I don't. I can't, so, I, don't, I won't, and I can't. Exactly. Okay, you guys, let's finish this fucking list. This is my last splash. I've had so much sun, not enough food, and I don't want to get sloppy on you guys' podcast because I don't want to tarnish the brand. <laughs> um, okay. I think, I think you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last splash. Hopefully Wilson is bringing more on his way home. But, um, yeah, next song, Bring It On Home. Treacle. Cool. Do you want to start with this? Send it home, send <gasps> it away. <laughs> it's the same here, boo. Next song, what's next on the list? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get out the taxi. You're not staying overnight. No, you're not coming home. Go, next. Why? I, why? Why? No, you tell us why it deserves to be not in the bin. That's what I want to know. Because to me, it's really like, no. It's like blatantly clear to me. I love the sentiment. I love I love her passion. You know, she doesn't often get political and she really did get behind Obama. And I love that. And I was behind Obama and behind Mariah's, you know, enthusiasm, everything. But the song was like, oh, I've written this song and it was like a tease and we got like a snippet and it, you know, it never really officially fully came out. So we had to kind of search for it. And then when I was searching for it, I didn't love what I heard. And it's not like a full, full, like bridge chorus song. So it's not like a full, full song. And then I'm like, I just, I just can't get into it. It's like, you know, like you go to a store and you find like, let's say some trousers or Gia pants, you know, um, and like you like you try them on, like you try, it's not the right fit, but you kind of want them to fit. I don't even like them that much. I want them to fit. Like I'm like, I just know I'm I'm totally fine. Like if you want them, if you want to buy those pair of pants, those pair of trousers, you try them. Like I'm not gonna be mad. If we go out and you're wearing that those pants, then that's fine. That's cool. If that's I'm with you, you wanna play? <laughs> if you wanna play, bring it on home and it gives you life, I'm happy for you. But it's not gonna be on my playlist. Like I'm I actually, if that had taken up a spot on the rarities over things like there for me or skydiving and other things we've chatted about i would have been miffed yeah. same okay. i agree but yeah. gareth uh, convince us otherwise i don't know if i'm gonna convince you but i know what you're saying Drickle, because when i listened to it i was like this is messy and then i heard what sounded like a recording i don't know if it is or whether the sound is condensed to make it sound like that but usually there's some kind of spillage from what's going on um it does have some kind of make-believe verse chorus verse chorus structure and it's around this the second verse doesn't sound like a second verse but it kind of is because it's different it goes someplace else but because it's it sounds more like that middle eight of the song as the second verse and it becomes a bit confusing so i do i get what you're both saying totally 
And I was like this for a long time until I heard this one YouTube version. There's probably several, but I heard this one YouTube version. I thought, oh, okay. I'm swayed. I don't know if I can persuade anybody to like it because I don't feel I am behind the song that much. But I do have a little bit of respect for it. More than I don't, I think, actually. Oh, yeah. No, I'd, I'd rather, yeah, like, I don't is more in my life because it's available and there's a remix and there's a music video that I kind of wish I never saw, you know, but Bring On Home, there's nothing to really officially interact with. Yeah. So Bring On Home, send it on home. Okay. And with that, what is our next song? Infamous. <laughs> I'm not going to trash... I. I, you said that very nervously. The thing is, okay, let's just be real. The longer we go on, and this has been a long recording, Gia's hair is getting bigger and bigger. I keep <laughs> my glass. Uh, my tongue is getting looser and looser. So, Gareth, you seemed a little bit nervous when you said Infamous. Like, oh my God, what are they going to do with this song? I'm not going to trash Infamous. I know there's like a messy moment now because of who she sang it with. And my biggest issue is actually the cat suit with the belt in the in the video. Same. Okay, if I take the leotard away and I just, um, and the hair, but if I just listen to the song, I was kind of there for Infamous. I Me did too. play Infamous in the car. It was on a few playlists and I'm probably fairly overdue to spin it a few more times. So it is not going to be something that I will go, oh yeah, no, I rebuke that song. I'm, I'm throwing that out. No, I won't do that to Infamous. I'm not mad at it. But yes. have I listened to it in the past year? No. See, for me, it besides the fact that it's problematic now, is it is just infamous. It is forgettable. It is a good song and I like it. I don't have any problems with it. And I used to get so down to infamous when it first came out. I was obsessed with it. And I still love the ending and the vocal climax and everything. And her whistles are cute on it. Um, but it is to me like it's a song for a TV show, you know? It, yeah. It's not like a real song to me. So that's how I feel. I was behind it completely when it came out. Like, let me have it. I'm always like this though when a Mariah song comes out. I'm just like, give, give me, give me, give me. I'll give you all the money. But like, I prefer it as a Mariah only moment album track. I don't know what album, there is no album. For this that's what i was gonna say like where where, where the heck yeah. would you home this one but that i don't know there isn't and I, I made a playlist and i stuck it on my caution playlist but it's so out of place and i took it off and i i can't but i i again it's like that ginger kid on sports day it's like come on you're better than anyone else and it's just like it's a lot of these songs are a little bit here and there, but for me. But this song, if it was a Mariah only moment, album track, <laughs> yes. Other than that, no. But it's a, Mar a Mariah's World song as well. It's around that time, off the back it, it, Yeah, it, it kind of is of the Mariah's World timeline, but I don't equate it to that. In, in my head, I just have it as like a stand. Again, like um, Almost Home was a clear movie moment. This is a clear TV moment. So I don't feel the need to put it like in boarding with an album, like, oh shit, where are you gonna live? Where are we gonna house you? Like, no, you're fine. You were just like a moment. Mm -hmm. um, that really tickled me what you said about the ginger kid on sports day. <laughs> and I, 
<laughs> and now I feel like I'm never going to think of that song in the same way quite again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all that being said, we can move on to the next one. And I will let you fight out together who wants to go first. This is There Goes My Heart. Ooh. <laughs> Me? I think that this song should have made it on Charm Bracelet. I, I There's no way this song should be in the bin. This is, there's so many other songs from Charm Bracelet I would take off before this song. It's just, it's one of my favorite B-sides from Mariah, even though I don't even think it's actually a B-side. I think it was released on like a special edition of the album, yeah. but not in America. So to me, it's a B-side like any other one, but needs justice should have been on the rarities everything we said about one of the songs that we like that shouldn't be in the bin this is like the definition of a lost song that should not be in the bin like as opposed to i don't which is the creator of the bin like you know it is the vessel that holds all the other songs in this is like the song that's like this is the piece of trash that's like hanging out of the bin that's like not all the way in it, you know, when it's like overflowing and it's about to fall out. This is like a whole real song to me. This shouldn't be in the bin. I completely co-sign, 100% agree. I love There Goes My Heart. I feel like there's quotes again where she spoke fondly of the song at the time. And it's that whole like live moment, right? With the musicians. And she was speaking about the recording process of Charm Bracelet. And hasn't it come to light in the past well, I've not come to light for the first time, but we've been reminded in the past few months that Charm Brace, there was going to be originally like an EP, like a live EP moment just to, you know, cleanse the palette after Glitter and get pe people ready, the general public, for something new. And There Goes My Heart is from that kind of vibe. It, it was like at the heart of Charm Bracelet. And I love There Goes My Heart, but there's also Got A Thing For You, which maybe is gonna come up next. There's a couple of songs there on the reissue that Gareth, here on the video, you just held that up. And I don't even have that freaking physical copy anymore. But that one, that was the version of Charm Bracelet for me because I had to have There Goes My Heart. It doesn't get enough attention, Gia. You absolutely, yeah, 100%. It's so, it's, I think because it's understated, but I just love it. It's like, that's why I need Mariah to do an intimate, you know, jazz club kind of. Yes. Not, not even a concert, because a concert's too big, like an invitation only, or, you know, um, you guys just had your MTV Unplugged moment, right? And it's, it's talking about how, intimate it is and how she's just there in front of people it's not a concert it's almost made for tv i would love for mariah to do like a limited run of engagements where there are no cameras you're not allowed cameras you only get press reviews and they have to just write up how it went and that's it it's like a word of mouth thing there's no footage allowed no cameras she doesn't um, allow anything to be filmed not officially or unofficially i want her to do songs like lullaby of birdland there Goes My Heart, strip songs that the lullaby version that we finally got on streaming now and download of Always Be My Baby, just take some songs and give them a smoky kind of vibe. Like if she were a smoker, I'm like, have a cigarette, light one up, have a glass of red, do it. You know, that kind of vibe that I really want to have with her one day, There Goes My Heart is on that playlist. I need and it there. What you said just a little bit before, 
that's the only version of Charm Bracelet CD that I want because of all those extra songs. Like I already have the vinyl with the original track list. If I were to get a CD or digipack or whatever it is, it would be the, the extra version because of there goes my heart. So yeah. what about you, Gareth? I feel like it could have been on the album. I don't know where on the album because we have Subtle Invitation. So it should have been nowhere near Subtle Invitation. But it it does belong on that album. It's it's a, a laid back moment as some of the album, well, a lot of the albums laid back. It, sometimes it soars, sometimes it goes somewhere else. But, you know, it's it could have blended in really nicely on that album. I don't know why she left it off. And I've said before in the past, I found a version with it on the track list in a record store in the UK and I didn't buy it for some, I don't know what the reason was. I picked it up and I was like, what is this? I thought, well, I've already got the album. And then I didn't get, I didn't get it. And I'm always jumping on new Mariah songs, whatever it is, I will get my hands on. So I don't know where, where that came from, that version. I've never seen it since. That was when I was like, what, 17, 18 years old? I saw that version. I would put it on the second half of the album. I don't think there's room for it on the first half. It's like, I'm just looking at the track listing, you know, as as I'm listening to you and, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's a good point, where would I put it? And I actually kind of think it needs to be kind of near subtle invitation because it's got that live instrumentation kind of thing going on. And I'm almost thinking, I like subtle invitation into bringing on the heartbreak. Kind of thinking instead of you got me, I that's where I'd put it. But even though I like you got me, I think early. that that's early for me. Like that, that's after yours and before I only wanted. And they're more like produced. I feel like I I need it to be near subtle invitation. I would put it because of what you've both just said, actually, and what I said beforehand. After you had your chance and before lullaby. Do you know what, Gareth? I will accept that uh, proposal. <laughs> I will gladly have that track list in. That's a good shout. I'm looking. I'm looking at the track list in, and I'm like, yeah, I can imagine that vibe. I can deal with that. I'm here for it. <laughs> I just love it. It needs to be there. And again, it's one that I really wished would have been on the rarities. And you know, we didn't get it on MC30. And just like you know, jumping back really quickly to like there for me. Well. We, we've still got like a sliver of chance, right? We've still got Glitter 20 to come this this year, whatever that she's going to do for that. I, it's not a Glitter song, but there for me is attached to the Never Too Far hero medley and Never Too Far is off Glitter. So there's like, by association, there for me has like an opportunity. There, um, there goes my heart. There's no MC30 opportunity because the the moment came and went. I was convinced we were going to get the um, Gareth. You've got that physical edition. What was it called? It was it called the tour edition? Because the, the Charm Bracelet World Tour was like sixty nine dates or something. It was their biggest one, I think. Yeah. And gosh, you said something. It really reminded me of something good, though. I forget what it was. Gareth, oh, is there a hype sticker on the front of the uh, on the front of the CD? Uh, no, I didn't get the the cover, the card cover. Uh, I just got I think this. I think the card cover. I, th I in my head that edition was called the tour edition, the special tour edition or something, because you know it was just a re a reissue. But, but shouldn't she? Tour, these I think on the vinyl releases, she should have added the extra songs to all, all of the albums to um. E equals yeah. and to charm bracelet. And they would have, they yeah. would, Treacle, you said last time we spoke, 
something about the vinyl thing not being so um, uh, prosperous. It's not so lucrative. It's, lucrative. it's not making her. It's, she's not collecting the coins from it. It's from uh, for us as lambs. But I think some of these albums, particularly E equals MC squared and like Charm Bracelet, I think it comes down to like space. I mean, hello, Charm Bracelet didn't even get a gate a gatefold treatment. Charm Bracelet was like not given the same budget as the other albums. So I don't know. I think it comes down to how many tracks can you fit. But if you can't give us There Goes My Heart and Got A Thing For You, which I don't really have time for, but if you can't give us those on the vinyl re-release, why not, why, why, I don't understand why we didn't get them on the MC30 digital re-release. You don't give it, um, There Goes My Heart, we don't get it on um, the rarities and we don't get it for MC30. So that's, then I think, okay, in, in my mind, Mariah has, um, uh, a draft track listing for the yeah. Rarities Volume 2 because as we've gone through this conversation you can identify them the songs are yeah. there and There Goes My Heart is there with There For Me 100% and several others but what I think what Gia was trying to say is that like if she because you know what what you just said about the space she did The Emancipation of Mimi she put all put well she put those extra tracks on there. She put six extra songs. There's yeah. definitely room on the finals for more songs. And I literally can show you where the space is. Oh, uh, at least there for me. But she cut one. They had to, uh, they cut one from Emancipation. We didn't get So Lonely. I heard that was a clearance issue. I thought it was a space issue. Yeah, see, I... I, there's, I don't think it's a space issue because um, there's definitely more space on the vinyls. They could have pushed up the, um, the track list more. Um, but but I, th I thought that it was because of the who's, Twista. But how can it be a clearance issue when it's already on, it's been released all, these, all this time? I suppose I know, maybe I actually digital know. versus physical, but it was on a physical edition. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm honestly, I'm I'm talking your episode up. Like, I know, up Ron said minutes. you I'm can't sorry. do it today, but I, I, I'm kind of living for this. Maybe we might have to cut the episode short. But but I, good, keep these bits in. It's fine. No, I know. This, we'll is, this, is why, this is why I have an after show on my podcast. Everything that has to get like trimmed. I'm like, yeah, I put it in the after show. The next song in the mix. How will you start, Gareth? We've been going first a lot. I will start then. I love this. I love it. The verses, even though they don't sound like it, they do remind me of fantasy verses because she's going straight up there. They're not as powerful, not as they don't hit the same spot, but it reminds me, you know, this song is very nostalgic. It's got that little bit of um, a duplicated sound from Rapper's Delight. That and I just think that it's such a cute song for something so all about the 80s, you know, and it, it it's a cute song. But I don't have anything else to say about it. It's That's great, fine. great as a jingle. It's a cute song. I love it. There's no album. It belonged to a TV show. It is what it is. To me, it's not a song that needs to be listened to. Do you know what I, if you guys know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a jingle. Yeah, it's a jingle. It didn't even need its whole exactly. song. It literally could have been an interlude. 
Yeah, I was gonna say it's a ditty. You said, as I was thinking, it's like an old ditty. You said it's a jingle. It's exactly that for me as a song in the mix is in the bin. It's in the trash. I don't need it as a song. And actually, if I sit here and I really try to go through the melody and assign the lyrics, I actually can't. I couldn't. You could pay me whatever kind of sum of money. I could not sit here and sing it to you. I I, I just couldn't. Um, it's not imprinted in in my mind. It's just not. Uh, it's cute. But Gareth, exactly what you said. It is what it is. I'm not mad at it. It's just not for me a fully fledged, like fleshed out song. But that makes sense because it's written as a TV theme. And that happens. You you write a little ditty jingle theme song. And then yeah, you flesh it out. So it, it is available for download and it's a full song. But it serves the purpose of what it is very, very well. But it's yeah. not it, it's not a song that belongs on an album, not at all, in my mind. Exactly. Off the back of Caution as well. Like, it was just like, as a single, as a full song, it was just like, mm, okay. I'm glad we got the full song to hear because maybe the, as a jingle alone, I would have been like, I need to hear this as a full song. But so to release it as a full song, and I'm like, okay, it's a jingle. You know, it was, it was a little underwhelming after Caution and the sound I wasn't a fan of, but it's for the TV show. So I'm not like, okay, this is like the sound she's going for or anything like that. I'm just like, it's for that, so I don't care. Like, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Oh, but if I walk into a bar and it's playing, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? You know, I'm going to... My sister, she recognized, she knew, I was like singing in the mix because it was stuck in my head because it is a jingle, it's a loop, so it gets stuck in your head. And she knew what it was from. She knew that Mariah had written it. And that was cool. So I liked that about In The Mix, but otherwise, In The Bin. Gia, sidebar, you have siblings? I have four sisters. Oh my gosh, okay, we need to, uh, yeah, I need to hear about that. Gareth, you have siblings? I have one sister. Older or younger? Older. Oh, okay. She's like 83, I think she was born. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> like she behaves like she's 83 how many is there any more songs left i feel like we need to get an outro and get out of this episode so, two more songs honey and then we are done okay the next one hang on mariah carey just retweeted i saw that too what did she say i heard just just oh she just retweeted mtv okay cool I just love that. Like, no matter what we're doing, it's like, I don't care. Hang on. I know we're recording a podcast. Just hold us. Shut the fuck up. Mariah Carey just tweeted. And we all literally just, like, just reach for our phones. Like, <laughs> our phones light up in front of us. I know. Um, we all got the tweet. Oh, that's it's so okay. It's, it's just an MTV retweet. It's, it's okay. It's okay. We can carry on. Okay. We, I'm getting the fucking timer again. Piss off. Okay. We can because we need to. We could do it. We could do yeah. it. All right. Yeah, let's literally no tangents. Get through the last two and then right. edit. Edit. I I might go Instagram live afterwards. I'm a little bit late. I'm going down Instagram live too. Maybe we should go together. That'd be okay. Fun. All right. All right. Let's power. Let's power through. Let's power okay. through. Right. Okay. Okay. Next song, guys. Misty Moon. Treacle. You go first. 
Yeah, well, I, I said this to make sure Misty Moon is there. Again, it's like a TV jingle. She specifically recorded it for this Japanese tea commercial. I had um, a video on my channel with um, Gilbert Gonzalez Jr. TV, great guy, great channel. And <laughs> he wasn't sure what she was selling, but it's like, no, she's selling tea because it's all the different flavors yeah. of tea. He thought it was like shades of foundation because it's not it's not clear. But it, I think it's a, like a traditional Japanese song. It's not, it's not something that she wrote, but it's very kind of sweet lullaby. And at the time, I remember my friends and I like, oh, we want to get the full version. We need to hear it. It's very, very mm -hmm. sweet. And it's, again, because it's something that's not that she's written, it's outside of her wheelhouse a little bit. I like it. I know there's only like, what, like a 90 second, two minute version, and it kind of just repeats. But at the end of the day, she recorded it. It's sweet. It's beautiful. I hope we get it in some kind of official capacity at some point. Gia? I feel the same way. I remember we talked about this commercial when we did, shit, when back when we had Love Life from Mariah Carey, literally feels like ages ago. So that's how I remembered this commercial and Misty Moon. And I remember the commercial was unclear to us as well. But yes, that would be cute to have a full release moment from it. So it was a cute vocal, a cute whispery, soft lullaby always my baby lullaby moment and i had no problems with it but you know i didn't get enough to have a fully formed opinion so yeah it's cute i think i'm steering in the same direction i remember coming across it and thinking and reading sorry and that it was part allegedly supposed to be part of the glitter soundtrack I thought what bullshit is this like how would it fit I've seen glitter and it doesn't it's not in there and then later on I had to go researching because at the time social media and YouTube wasn't a huge thing this is a while ago and I found out it was for an advert and I didn't know what advert and I had to find out that later but it belongs where it belongs and that's there on Japanese TV <laughs> well yeah I just <sighs> If she stuck it on something like the rarities, we all know it would just be like, okay, so what did you need to do? Fill space or something? Like, there's the song. So uh, there's nowhere for it. We'll always think you could have put that there instead. So yeah. it's fine there. Okay. And we're down to the last track, guys. And I think this is quite a nice song to end on, to be fair. It's beautiful, beautiful song. It's a cover. It's Help Me Make It Through the Night, originally intended for the Tennessee soundtrack, apparently, and it didn't make it, but it's gorgeous. So many people have covered this song. I don't even know who the original artist is of this song. I thought it was Elvis Presley, but I don't think that's correct. I don't know if you guys know or anybody that's listening knows, but it's such a beautiful song. I'm so glad we have this from her. Yeah, I can't help with like who you know, originally there are many covers, but again, I think actually a few songs that we've kind of ended with today, there's this kind of like um, lullaby bedtime playlist. And I have my own one and it's called Drift, like drifting, drifting, of course. But if we had access to things like Misty Moon, it would be there. And yeah, Help Me Make It Through The Night, that is, it so belongs on a playlist like that. It is beautiful, it is tender, it's delicate. Some of my favorite moments for Mariah are just the tenderness or when she just really soft and deep. I mean, you and I, uh, in a Stevie Wonder tribute, I know we're not talking about that right now, but just those, it's not a big vocal moment, but it's just like so raw and tender. And I get that kind of 
I get those kind of feels from from this moment and I would love to have it be more recognized and like she hasn't spoken about it since it happened and it's just so beautiful yeah 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 I actually I do really like this song I think it's a cute lullaby moment like we are saying I do prefer right to dream I do pick that one over this one but that doesn't mean this one is bad I think that right to dream help me make it through the night and all the good songs that we talked about today should t- all totally go on like Rarity's part two or something. You know, they all deserve a spot. But yeah, you know, it's good. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I'm not saying enough, but like, I don't think there's like that much to say. So I'm not going to like yeah. draw it out. So that's I think, how I feel about it. I think, and I know the Tennessee movie wasn't a huge success, but it, it's a nice ish movie you know those sunday evenings where you don't know what to watch you just stick on a movie that is a sunday evening movie it's a lifetime movie like let's be real it's not a good movie it's not a terrible movie it's just a movie yeah yeah to fill time and i think if you if you are invested in it and you think okay is there a soundtrack to this because some of the music's all right you know some people do that with you know just for composers you know material from composers and i think if this would have been like the ending of the soundtrack. It would have been a nice, cute moment just for, you know, the shits and giggles. Like we've done this whole concept soundtrack and is Mariah singing this classic song. You know, Liza Minnelli, when they filmed Sex and the City 2, but she sang single ladies for the film. And at the end of that take, she sang- Oh my God. I don't, it was terrible. (laughs) But she sang- like something from a musical for everybody at the end of the day for shooting. This is, it It could have been like that for the soundtrack. And let's, to finish, this is it, you know? Obviously not as bad as Liza Minnelli. <laughs> no, I just, I, like, you just, you just totally thrown me with that reference because I'm like, um, I don't know about the extra song that she sung for people on the day, and you just like thrown that single ladies cover that I tried to forget in my mind. And I'm like, literally the mind. messiest, <laughs> the messiest reference that you could have. I know. I like. I couldn't. I didn't know where to go with that. I'm like, wow. I feel like, yeah, that's like a cold bucket of water across my face. I don't know where to go. Nowhere near the but... same thing, of course, guys. But she is the only singer on set, and you know that would have yeah. been a good moment if she'd done that. <laughs> Okay, I'm so. gonna, pl- I'm gonna play Devils. I think what have I spoken on this song? I think I have. I did. Yeah, lullaby, sweet and cute. Okay, so that's everything that we had on our list. If there's anything that we missed or you guys think belongs in the bin, be sure to message us on Instagram at the Adventures of Gigi, and make sure you check out the Hayland podcast. And thank you at Treacle Tots for joining us this week. We loved having you, darling. It was um, it was a moment, you know, super festive. It was a moment. It was super festive and it was my pleasure. And I say that heartfelt from at Treacle Tots, as you, as you quite rightly <laughs> said. And this has been so much fun because you guys were on the Hayland podcast not that long ago. So it's fun to be on the Adventures of Gigi podcast. But you guys, I'm going to make your episode run a couple of minutes over time because before I get up and get my taxi out of this gig, 
I bought you guys a little gift. I bought something with me. I didn't come empty handed, come on. I bought my resident game. I wanna play spin, pin or bin with you guys. How can I come here and be on the bin episode of your podcast? We have to play spin, pin or bin. Insert the jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so here's how it works. I'm sure we have like a shared audience, but for anyone who isn't familiar, at the end of every episode of my Halem podcast, I play Spin, Pin or Bin. I randomly select three Mariah songs from my random generator on my phone, and you have to allocate one to spin, one to pin, and one to bin. Spin is love it, play that shit now. Pin is, mm, I'm not sure, put a pin in it for now, maybe play another time. And bin, hello, that's the topic of the day. Bin is, no, toss it out, we're not going to adopt her in the bin, never play her again, in the trash. So, one song will be spin, one pin, and one bin. And what I have done in the background of us talking today, I have put every single song that we have mentioned into my random generator. So, everything that we have discussed, that is on the playlist. Are you guys ready? Every single song. So three of them are going to randomly come up. Are you guys ready to play Spin, Pin, or Bin? Yes. I think so. Okay, here we go. The first randomly selected song is My Love. We mentioned it early on, My Love. Second Uh song is Triumphant. And the third song is Infamous. Okay, My Love, Triumphant, and Infamous. One has to be spin, one pin, and one bin. Oh my gosh, actually, that's quite tough. Who wants Yeah, to this is first? a hard one. It picked a hard one. This is difficult. Is anyone brave enough to go first? I bet Gareth knows. I know already. I would spin, My Love, pin, Triumphant, and bin, Infamous. That means you never get to play Infamous ever again. Are you at peace with that decision? I am at peace with that decision. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's told me. (laughs) Infamous is out in the cold. Infamous is never being welcomed by Gareth. Okay, okay. Infamous. Gia, what about you? What are you going to spin, pin, and bin? Oh, this is is really difficult. I think that I'm going to spin. I think I'm going to spin triumphant, pin my love and bin infamous just because it's problematic now. And that's the only reason. I love the song, but it's got homeboy on it who's messy. So, <laughs> literally, the only reason. I get that. My spin is so, so easy. It has to be my love. I've got so much love for my love. And I could kind of go either way with the other two. But you know what? I'm going to agree with Gareth. I'm going to co-sign with you, Gareth. I am going to pin Triumphant because it's more fun. It's more festive. And yeah, it comes with the remixes. And I'm not mad at it, but Infamous is going to go in the bin along with yours. So there you go, guys. There was my little gift to you. Game spin, pin or bin. Oh, thank you. Aw, oh, thank you for bringing her on over. What a lovely party favor. That was great. <laughs> that was festive. That was festive as hell. Yeah. 
Well, all right, you guys. I think that's a wrap on our episode. Make sure you guys check out all of our Instagrams and listen to the after show. You know, we're always, all of us are live on Instagram. So I'm sure you can catch us there. Uh, message Especially us. Gia. Especially Gia. <laughs> just as of late, just as of late, you know, it's a moment. It's a moment. But all right, I think that is it. That's everything. All right. Yes. Bye bye, you Thanks guys. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Look at my digital pack. Yeah, I know. It's the same as mine. I like it. No, it's not. I have this. I have that twice. But but yours is shitty. No, I'm just what? kidding. Not in this one. This one is in a cover. <gasps> Your poster though looks amazing. Let me show something, you. Something, something, something. Oh, hang on. If we're going to compare, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Look at my 2005. But I ain't got no reason to deny. Mine is literally perfect. Like, oh, come on, Digipack. I don't have... Oh, I do have the poster, but I never open mine because mine says, <gasps> Matt, with the E, love always, Mariah. Oh, you got Does your... it say Matt with an E? Like, it literally says that on it. There's the E. Matt with an E, it's on Wait, there. does your name not have an E? Yeah, I spell my name M A T T E, and she specifically signed it as I wanted it. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you meant like she wrote, "Thanks, Matt," with an E. Like, oh, I yeah, thought... yeah. Um, I'm gonna open up my poster possibly for the first time in 15 years. Oh, that's your original copy. Oh. Like, yeah, this is my original one. Should I open it? But, 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 will it? Will the signature come on? Okay, I oh, have hang on. Mine. Look, I had mine in my hole. Wait, my Trickle. Oh, you put the sticker on the inside. <gasps> the CD. What? The C I caught it between my legs. It's okay. Um, I the CD. What? Um, the the sticker was on the outside, but I moved it to the inside. Okay, I'll take the poster out for the first time. Oh my god! Like honestly, I don't want. I don't want to unfold her. She's mint condition. Oh, don't. It's literally in mint. Mine is in mint condition. I, I, I don't. I don't want to unfold her. You can see why there was that Beyonce confusion, though, can't you? You can. I. I definitely can. This one is in mint condition, so she's staying inside. But this one is absolutely ruined because I had her up in my wall at um, university. But she's yeah. I had to get another one. What happened with this one was she didn't sign it in front of me. What happened was we were outside the hotel and um, we gave the CDs to someone to take in. I can't remember who it was in her team. And I remember I put a post-it note on the inside, like here, and it was like, hey, Mariah. And I tried to fit a message on like one poster. So I think she was on vocal rest or she was performing live on a, an, um, a UK show the next day. So I remember putting a post-it note saying, I hope um, the vocal rest isn't too bleak for you or something. And I remember specifically saying, if you could please sign it to Matt. And I spelt my name M-A-T-T-E as I spell it. 
And like the fact that she she signed it to Matt with an E, like, you know, she opened it up and like, you know, she read my post-it note and everything. Like she was really taking care. There was only like, I don't know, 10 of us or whatever outside the hotel and they came back and it came back like signed to me. And I, I it's very delicate because it's black ink on a black, yeah. you know, artwork. So I literally, I keep this, um, you know. Do you have anything else covered. signed by her? Oh yeah, I've got another one. I've got Through the Rain promo CD, which also opens up like this and it's spelled to Matt without the E. Um, so I've got that. Um, I had my I had a, um, a t-shirt signed with my MariahCareyUK.com artwork, but I lost that. Um, I had a couple of other things that were signed and I gave away. What have I got now? Oh, I've got Butterfly signed. I've got Daydream signed, but again, Daydreams with black ink on a black artwork. And it was a bit, it's very rushed. It's not the best. I've got Daydream and Butterfly and Emancipation. Um, oh, and um, um, can't take that away, but it's the inside. It's the Crybaby artwork. I've got that signed. So I think now I've got like four or five signatures. The rest I got signed for other people. Or it was like someone else. So I passed it on. I gave it away, whatever. But like, this is like the monster album and it's spelled M-A-T-T-E, Love Always Mariah. That is, you know, always like, that's like proper chef's kiss moment, that one. But it my just, dream, my dream is to get my butterfly vinyl signed in either gold metallic or copper metallic Sharpie. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But Trico, like with that black on the black ink, it doesn't rub off at all, does it? It stays there. It's, yeah, honestly, like, it's it's as clear now as it was there. I just really wish that, you know, back then, like, gold Sharpies. It should have been a silver or a gold Sharpie. Yeah, moment. well, it's I remember cute. I gave her, I gave her a gold pen to sign my Daydream album. And it was one of those, like, nibs or whatever you press and the ink comes out. And she went to sign it and it didn't happen. She was like, oh, it's not working. And I was like, fuck. I was like, if you shake it, it, it might work. And she didn't want to shake this ink pen. So she's like, well, maybe if you shake it, like she didn't want to like, you know. So then I got the next time um, I grabbed like a black pen off someone. So I've got Daydream, it was black on black. But back then kids, we didn't have the technology. <laughs> it's not like a Sharpie now. You can get like a, a gold Sharpie or a silver Sharpie. It just comes out perfect we didn't have that so that's why i would have sent this up to her in the hotel in a gold sharpie and this that's the only way you'd make this a 10 out of 10 i mean for me it is it is a 10 out of 10 but the only way you'd make that more the light has to catch it for you to see it i like it's that like, though it's, it's quite it's almost like it's, it's a secret it's a secret yeah like from afar it looks like 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 oh well, like yeah. and then, yeah. then oh hang on wait it's signed. So you have to get in and yeah, realize that yeah. she signed it. It's my personal copy. Although I'd never let anyone fucking touch it. I'm like, fucking leave it alone. Get no, I'd, I'd, throw, I'd slap your hand away. Yeah. I'll slap your hand away. <laughs>